Hey guys, welcome to The Reload. I am Kiana Ward, the host, and I have a lot in store for you guys. It's season two. We're kicking off the first episode. So guys, sit back. We're about to get started. Season two, The Reload, coming at you right now. So, my first guest I have here today is Kaz. He is a keyboardist. He's a producer. He has worked on some um, great projects, worked with some great artists from, you know, working on projects with 2 Chains, with um, working with VH1, MTV. Um, I think you, you said a couple of other artists, you know, I have yet to name. Um, that you work with so we definitely want to talk to you today about you know how you got in the industry what do you think um, the world how the world is changing especially with the technology and networking too when it comes to producers and building a brand um, because you know what that's what we are here um, for the reload it's all about entertainment and um, as I keep um, stating in all of my posts is where entertainment meets culture so stepping into the world of a producer and really learning you know the craft and and what they have to say and 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 being a voice because most of the producers that we know that are out here guys like they are really the creators of the some of the largest and biggest hits that are out there right and it and it begins with them it begins with the songwriters it begins with the producers it begins with the engineers so all of these people all of these creators um, are important to our show and, and are important to our brand and we just want to step into their world because I, I really do feel like you guys don't get the recognition, you don't get the shine as much as of course what we see you know that transpire with the artist. So Cass, introduce yourself, tell the world who you are um, and we're going to get into some really great conversations here. Alright, great. Yeah, I'm Cass. <laughs> my, my name is Cass Weinberg, but I also go by the name as Cass Keyboard Producer, CC Beats. Um, yeah, I'm a piano player, keyboardist turned producer. Started playing piano at age five, and um, yeah, I worked with um, Two Chains and have edited instrumentals on FTV and VH1, and then also worked with Action Bronson, Joey Badass, Static Selecta, um, Freddie Gibbs, Jadakiss, got my boy on a hook for Rick Ross, um, and Two Chains, and TIP, it's called, um, but um, anyways, I, you know, I've been doing music since I was, you know, I've been doing music, you know, I went to school for music, and like, I did it all, man, I played jazz, I started with classical music, then I went into jazz music, actually in the Lower East Side, on uh, 11th Street and 3rd, at the 3rd Street Music School, I started playing piano there when I was five years old with the artistic, you know, with parents who are very... Supportive of my of that that and then I got into the, then I started playing in bands when I was in high school and then I got into and I was playing in jazz bands then and then writing classical music and film scoring things and then 
So I went to college where I went to Purchase Conservatory, um, Conservatory of Music at Purchase College where I studied jazz and classical music and was making beats for the rappers and you know. And then, then, and then I, then right before I was able to, right before I graduated, Mac Miller, I did a remix. I, I started making beats on GarageBand. I did a remix for a Dutch artist named Nina, and Skyzu worked with her, so he hit me up looking for beats. And then Mac Miller heard about me from a collaboration I did with a local rapper. Shout out Cole, Cole King. Um, and then, and then after that, I got a random guy that I got. A, I got. A, I was able to be. A, I, I was interning with this guy, and I was working in different studios and with this guy named Sunny Heights down in Brooklyn. And then from that, I moved on, and I got a call from Static Selecta about me from those those collaborations. And then the third record I did with Static Selecta is, was from Ash Bronson's Time uh, Well Done record. So that was released in 2011, and um, you know, I mean, I'm still doing it. I still look the same. So I mean, like. <laughs> So um, tell us, like, for you, being a producer, being a keyboardist as well, um, what what are the techniques you're using when you're, you know, creating your craft or you're working on a beat for an artist? Like, tell us, take us through that process with you. Well, it's all a vibe, you know. I mean, I'm a jazz musician, so it's like I'm still using inspiration and influence, and, you know, from, you know, just thinking from like improvising, you know, using that, you know, understanding how music, the language is played on the piano, still to my advantage. I think that's where it really comes down to. It's like whatever song I'm given or whatever, you know, at this point, whatever opportunity comes to my way via, you know, Taxi or whether Music Gorilla or whether, you know, for, for the MTV and the sync stuff or agencies or libraries to hit me up, I still use that technique to get to what they want. But because I have that training, it makes it easier for me to do that. So, I mean, it's like, it's all about vibe, you know? I mean, when hip-hop producers or whatever, people ask me to vibe on a track or whatever they want to sample, they just let me, you know, see what what the track is needed. What instruments are there? What instruments aren't there? What will really level, you know, highlight the track to the next level? What can I do to bring out the, you know, do something different to the sample? What am I able to do to, you know, work something with the, if the vocalist sends me uh, an acapella, how can I be able to take that song into and make it a really incredible song for them? What can I do to, you know, to elevate my track? I mean, whatever I do is like, what can I do to really bring my, my brand to the next level? You know, it's like right. any idea, you know, I mean, any anything, you know, it's it's all about vibe, you know? I mean, it's... And and, and speaking of vibe, and, and you mentioned, um, you know, the company and, and, and building for what you're working on, the brand that you're working on, let's talk about CC Beats. Like, yeah, tell us sure. about that. How do you... What is that? So, Partnership? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, what is that platform? Tell us more. So about yeah, CC Beats. Um, it's me, and my 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 partner, um, Skiddy Ska. Um, we met in 2011 randomly again. Um, but I mean, he was looking for a partner to basically help produce for him, and I think that's the best way of doing it. I think if you're if you're able, if you're producers out there, I think the best thing to do is actually band with a lot of different producers. Remember, the Beatles were four guys. So even though you might be making the beat together by yourself or whatever. It's better to work in, you know, I think that's what the industry actually even needs more, is more collaborative you know, effort, more, you know, more opportunities, like, to, you know, to, you know, to band together. But, you know, CC Beats came back from, like, we were, we put together, you know, we, we, we started working together. Again, like, the first couple of songs came out really well. And then, you know, he just gave me a call and started, like, we got, we started working with um, different local artists over there. Um, uh, we just released a new song uh, called Damned If I Do with mm. Dashella Mortley. Um, okay. 
It's doing pretty cool. It's, it's starting to do pretty cool on um, Spotify. I'm being about to, uh, you know, almost 7,000 plays. So it's, it's cool. You know, it's a good. It's a good start for It's a good start for me. You know, I'm up and coming. Yeah, upcoming yeah. artist for her. Right. Yeah, up and coming as a producer. You know, and it's a really cool song that I'm really proud of. You know, and it's so, yeah, CC Beats is me, me and him. It's like, again, brand we're looking for, like, you know, just something that people. That looks good and sounds good, you know what I mean? So it's like, right. so people can, you know, if they, they know what, if they want quality production and they want quality music, they know where to go to. And that's, that's, that, that, that's it. You know, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, a producer and you want to collab with a guy or... It, it seems like um, you, you are also on um, a path of wanting to, you know, put together your own, like, um, production show where, mm -hmm. you know, producers can yeah, meet, artists sure. can meet, songwriters can meet. Again, like I said earlier, we sometimes forget about the producer, we forget about the engineers, we forget about, you know, the songwriters. So, um, is, is that something that you yeah, know, and you I think, think it's needed. that you want to do and that is needed? I think it's needed. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, my, my, my man Jay Hatch talks about, like, you know, who was the founded <laughs> um, iStandard. Really, really great opportunity for that. Mm -hmm. It's more, and just going to, like, the best shows I've been, our showcases. And I feel like mm -hmm. producers, you know, producers need more of an opportunity to showcase what they do, mm -hmm. rather than you know, rather than a beep, uh, rather than a battle. Or a, 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 you know, I mean, opportunities. Yeah. And I feel like songwriters, especially in this day of technology, they need to go to these events for mm -hmm. the where the producers can showcase who they are, and they can see what they need from the different, you know, from the different producers out there. You know, there's always space if you're making quality music. There's always space for somebody's going to come want. You know, somebody wants to hear it. Yeah. And it's think, like, you know, I, I mean, it's like, and that's what it really comes down to. It's like, if you're making quality, you know, people, there could be, there's going to be a crowd for that. Right. You know, and there's going to be haters for that as well. But again, it's like. Haters. I mean, haters, haters. you know, haters are jealous <laughs> ones, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, according to my streams, I did crazy amounts of streams that I could retire on. But I mean, it's, it's not for me. I'm not using the streams to, to like, to be discouraging to somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm doing, really making streams. To show that if you're, you know, if you're just to show that even if you win or you lose a battle or lose something or you deal with this guy, you're still on the right path. You're still on the right path. Because there's opportunity, even though nobody knows who I am, that I can still show right. that I'm winning. It's like, I feel like that's what people need to see. Right. If I right. was, if I, if I, if I met myself and I was like, yo, this guy has 22.2 million streams, maybe, and, you know, and his beats were all right, I wasn't that impressed. Maybe that shows me that I could be even better than him. Right. Exactly. And he's already he's already he's already did better than half the world, so it's like And 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 you mentioned something last night when we talked over the phone. You were like, you know, we're in we're in a state where we should be actually hiring our haters. Like you know, not not the haters where you know they're definitely there to sabotage, but you know, we all have individuals who are who are not on board with everything that we do as creators, right? So sometimes bringing those individuals to your light and to your arena will sometimes um, make turn things out for the better. Like working with those haters, like I can hire you, we can we can do this project together and even make millions times more than what oh. we're already trying to make, right? Or do you have a different perspective in like when you made that statement? Well, I, I believe that it's all about community <clears throat> and culture. I, I believe mm -hmm. that, I mean, I, I mean, what if, I, I mean, it's really about community. 
-hmm. in my opinion. You know, it's like, it's like, if we, we all do this because we all love doing it. And it's not about, right. you know, and I think, and I think there's, you know, some of my favorite productions that have inspired me, The Porgy and Best by George Gershwin. It's possibly the one of the greatest, the icon of what makes American art. I think, and in, in with that being said, I feel like George Gershwin actually created hip hop, jazz, and Broadway in a sense, because the songs I saw, I saw Porgy and Best at the Met all opera, I saw Porgy and Best on Broadway. I mean, we're still playing the same standards in the jazz world. Those standards are being flipped in the hip hop world. Mm. And it's all, the whole entire thing yeah, is, is about, he has 40 people on stage yeah. and every single person on there is equally as important. Yeah. And that's what, that's what entertainment's all about. Not, you know, you go to the showcase and this guy's beat is better than this guy's beat, whatever, like, right. you know things like that or this guy doesn't want to work with you because you said something wrong whatever like or some hater shit uh, I mean I don't understand because it's like if that's what I want to see that's what we need I think there is space for 40 people to be able to show, show a song for one person to show a song here right. and I think it would be better for a community I think more people will want to come right. if there's if there's opportunity for everybody to win yeah because we're I mean, seeing because right now we are seeing where and it's been taking place for a couple of years now where now rap artists are crossing over to pop and what you're saying is that now is even a bigger platform for hip-hop to also even cross over to the jazz arena and vice versa yes um, because it could too. be more it could be more creativity and we see artists like you know your kindred lamars your j cole's and, paul brown uh, yeah your Scott paul brown even jay dilla i mean you get to go into a, this a number a number of artists who are you who are sampling Tripod quest yep they lost so they lost all i mean jurassic five like i'm jiggable plants i mean i yeah. can go on the history of what makes the hip-hop yeah or boom bap or whatever you want to call it it's it's i mean to me it's music i don't call it the names of lo-fi or this one or drill rap or whatever it's music mm -hmm. it's vibe it's like you know i like it i mean it doesn't matter i mean it's and speaking of drill rest in peace pop smoke like, and that's what and i'm that's talking crazy. about it's like again yeah. if you're if pops i mean first of all i would never <laughs> I, I don't recommend anybody to hire you know randomly rent out of some place that you don't know in somebody's don't know somebody's else's city like I'll never do that to you. That's that's one thing. But two, yeah. again, it's like if, if you're if you have this competitive opportunity, this competitive nature, yeah, it's not. It's gonna get you into more trouble than it's gonna get you into more wins. And it's like, yo, I'm here to. I'm I'm not here to. I'm not here to say I'm better than somebody. I'm here to see who else is who else is out out there. So maybe I can work with them because maybe they right. have something that I can we can use together for a TV opportunity so we can both get paid. Right, right, right. So that's what I mean by hiring the haters. So it's my guy, you know, <laughs> like might not like me because, you know, I'm this guy, you know? Exactly. But I mean, it's like in the end of the day, it's not about that. It's about, you know, being challenging yourself and, you know, and seeing what opportunities are there to inspire you. And everybody has a different way of looking so at it. So let me ask you this. What's the hardest, you know, in terms of the craft and working on beats and working with different artists and individuals, what's the hardest phase for you when you're, you know, you're going through this process? What do you think is the hardest and what do you feel like, you know, allows you to be who you are as a creator? Like, yeah. talk, talk us through I think the hardest questions. thing. I think, the, I think the hardest thing is actually sometimes working with somebody who's actually going to be competitive with you. I think mm. I think that's the hardest the hardest thing because either it's like working with somebody it's either going to work or it's not going to work. But I mean the easiest thing is to making making music and vibing. So it's like, you know, I mean it's 
hardest thing is trying to convince, you know, I mean, the hardest thing is battling, the hardest convince, you know, sometimes showcasing, the hardest thing is to, you know, try and see, you know, I was playing a show one time and somebody wanted to leave right when I started playing, I was like, please don't leave, I mean, <laughs> me, 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 you know, right. before they even hurt me, and it's like, you know, I mean, it's like, I mean, the, hard, the hardest thing is convincing somebody to listen to you, again, a lot of when you're performing showcases, you're performing a bunch of a bunch of different artists, you know, and it's like, you know, sometimes, you know, the artist might tell you, know, you might, you know, I mean, there's so many, there's so many things when you're doing the remix competitions or which I started with when I got into production, it's like what I, you know, just practice and whatnot. It's more of a, you know, it's more, of, you know, you're never meeting with the artist. You're being totally creative by yourself. So it's like, yeah. you know, the hardest thing is just keep on doing it. I think is also, it's inspiring you to get beyond the hate, you know, and just inspire you to make music. I mean, luckily there are opportunities. You know, Taxi does provide real commercial opportunities for you to see what is needed in the marketplace, which instead of thinking about making your beat for Kanye West or making your beat for <laughs> Two Chains or making your, I mean if you're right. not and if you're not in the studio with these artists, the chances are not you're you're not gonna get a beat placement, regardless of how many right. screens, unless it places, falls into mints, the right hands and the right unless person. you have yeah. unless yeah. you're not in the studio and that's how yeah. I got the placements with Two Chains. Right. Which led to, or that's how I got a placement with Action Bronson because that was given the opportunity. And I so, how it. was that experience? With, it was cool. Um, it was cool. That was like, how was that call? Or it was. Um, so he gave me. Uh, so we were, we were able to. We were, me, my me, and my boy um, who knew who met Static at a battle because he was trying to be a rapper. He introduced me to Static back in 2011. The third record, third record, and the first first thing I did was was like I replayed a sample so he could just be able to clear it. Right. And he was like, "Wow, that's that's that that's impressive." And then he was like, "Okay, what else do you have?" Then he started pulling up a sample, and I was like, "The, the sample was from um was, was a sped up version of uh, of, of Jerry Rafferty." Um, Great, you know, nobody heard of the sample, and then then I was able to do use the same jazz technique that the jazz guy at jazz school told me how to play, mm -hmm. and I used that for hip hop, and it was and that was that was the third yeah, record. Yeah, that was the second single off of Well Done. Um, we can play it if you want, but um, yeah, it's still you know the second single off of Well Done. We'll play it a little. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, you know, but I mean, regardless, so it's like you know, it was a great experience just to basically because I was when I was in jazz school, I was always listening to hip hop. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, hip hop is equally as cool as jazz. I just don't understand. It is. But the problem, <laughs> and that's what brings me to the next conversation about jazz and hip hop. And I feel mm -hmm. like politically, culturally, and musically, they're totally related. You know, you can hear it within the music, but then, then you don't see. I just want like to see more jazz, you know, and musicians with the hip hop acts. And with the hip hop acts. You know, like no, having maybe, maybe stop, stop with the DJ with the DJ and jazz. Maybe jazz that's band. something you have to start. Maybe that's something you March know 5th. being creative. March fifth SOBs. SOBs. SOBs with CJ Fly. Okay. And All it's right. but the, the thing is musically I was able to really inspire because after like when I first started working with Static he was like, I don't know about these jazz chords and I was like right. now then later on he made a whole entire jazz inspired record. I mean Guru and Jasmine Taz, and it was like, you know, I mean, it's really taking what the beauty of jazz is, which is creating opportunity and jam sessions right. and ciphers and scents. So who who's in freestyles? Who's your, who who do you get your your influence from? Like who I are mean, you George Gershwin still right still yeah. Porgy and Bess is still like the you know I mean you know Gershwin's song repertoire, even though written in 1935, to me it's still the basis for mm. what makes any any modern music. So I mean. Yeah, I'm listening to the radio. Like, yeah, I'm listening to drill rap and whatever. I'm listening to vibe. 
listening to trap music and trying to keep my sound, uh, my, my ear relative to what's going on. Yeah, I'm still listening to all my favorite boom bap and whatnot. I still love it, the underground hip hop and all the music that I, you know, I still love. I mean, it's, I mean, I love it equally as much, but I mean, it's like, yeah. You have a favorite artist in this era right now, like, you have artists that you I mean, Apollo Brown is pretty impressive. Yeah. I have to say that, that those jazz arrangements, I mean, I mean yeah. who else? Um, yeah, I'm getting on his name. Yeah. Um, I'm, my boy's on tour with him. Um, Reese Brown. Uh, is it all jazz? It's jazz yeah, inspired. Jazz, and, yeah. I mean, oh, um, um, what's uh, uh, what's <laughs> Anderson Platt? Anderson Pat. Yeah, yeah. You see that? That's the vibe of today because he's right. basing it off of, like old school soul and. He knows his line, he knows his everything, and he's making modern music that should be progressing the limit. And you mentioned Tyler, the creator, though, too. Yes, yesterday. yeah, yeah, for we sure. talking about him and, and his creativity. And how Kanye, Kanye, yeah. Kanye as well, and his creativity. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, and I mean, Easy Mo being, I mean, you know, Ninth Wonder. I mean, I could go on yeah, regarding. Yeah, right. But the whole entire thing is, but it's also based off what music is. You see, there's, you could go to a library, you could go to a record store, and you see everybody who's trying to make it. Mm -hmm. And that's where you really should find your inspiration for everybody who didn't yeah. have a dream, who had a dream and died. And then that, that's that, kind of what I wish so... we had back, though. I wish we had like there are we a do. couple of vinyl stores, yeah. We do, but though. like we like real music, music stores, like how they were back in the day, but, like really creative, not just a place to go in and buy vinyl or you know check check out these neat t-shirts and things like that that they have which is all important but we don't have and unless I'm not aware of because New York City is so big and you'll be surprised about you know what, what you can pop into and then you'll be like oh shit um, but yeah and, and that's something that I definitely want to do too is like I really want to create a, a, an environment where you know, you do see all the vinyls, but you know what, we, us, even though people are not listening to CDs or cassette tapes and all that type of shit, I, I, I still want those items in the store. It's just, it, 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 it um, motivates you and it gives you the juice that you need to be like, to think of new things, to well, be more creative. There's, there's the beauty of, I mean, you see, I'm a jazz, jazz musician. It's like, I don't need, I don't need, as a trained musician, I don't need sample. But I mean, mm -hmm. I'm a sample myself. That's what I believe. So there's there's two ways of looking at that. You know, I think with Spotify, you're able to find on the internet, you can find every single song that you couldn't find. That used to be right. really hard to right. find you, that really yeah. rare Herbie <laughs> record that was only well, pressed in Japan. At one store like, or... <laughs> that you had to order yeah. online and then you had to order because it's so rare. Yeah. And now with Spotify, you can find it. And I think that's the greatest thing. Now with Tracklib, you can clear it. Tracklib right. is like one of the best right. things that has happened to the music industry because it's for, for hip-hop and samples that you can go directly to the sample and clear it. Now, I believe that modern music is based off the past. Mm. So with that being said, yes, it has the sounds of trap and sped up vocals and, right. you know, and 808s and whatever vibe, you know, is going on and, you know, and, you know, sped up drums and like, you know, whatever. But I mean, it's... 
And you, you were just talking about different um, programs, software programs and things like that when you're publishing um, or you, you're in search of trying to find a publisher or someone to help you with your royalties. I know I love Suntress. There's a couple of others that are out there. Who? What programs? Give the people some information to help them. If they I mean, I'm actually, producer. I mean, I mean, I, I, I really, mean, I, I really think that, that actually that that's another fight to have. I think there's too yeah. many, too, too many actors at play mm. when it's just, uh, when it's, when, obviously it's about, I mean, I believe it could be just done simple business credit as if you're doing something like uh, if you're building a building, you get, you get a construction loan to build a building. Mm -hmm. And I think that being said, I think there's, there it can be an opportunity regarding all these different other publisher things and these other situations that are, you know, you have five different companies paying you for a song. Like it's kind of ridiculous. Like you have the pro, you have the person who initially did the deal, song trust to initial, you know, the, the initial, the, the publishing and sound right, exchange to right, do that. Right. And it's like, you can then you can buy streams, realistically you can. And it's like, I mean, I'm not saying that's the best way. I mean, it's doing it, but I mean, you know, I mean, it's, is what it is at this point. But I mean, I think in the end of the day, I think regarding how 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 backwards this industry is, I feel like what I should have control is the bank should reach to basically give you should be able to go to a bank if you have the right credits. If even if you don't, if you have the talent, maybe if you have the right. talent, you could be able to go to a bank and see how much money you could get them for in the loan for right. for your music endeavor. Right. You know, try that out for a year and see if you can apply for that again the next year. Mm. That's that's, interesting. that's what it yeah. should be. Not all these other co companies paying. It doesn't make any well, sense. What? And I don't. And it, because then you can get yourself involved with exclusive contracts, and then the guy will shelve you after he signs you, and it's like, and then you can. I mean, that could, that could be possible, but it, it's going to start with actually creating a union, like we spoke about yesterday. Well, like, it's again collaborative and cooperative. Unions for producers and songwriters. And, I mean, and there's know, ways of doing it. Yes, theory. sound better is creating yeah. opportunities and networking like that, which is really great. I mean, there's opportunities to network with different, uh, you know, with social media and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram that you can do that. I mean, Again, it's like, you know, I mean, it's like, you you know, I mean, and the attitude is really, can you convince, you know, can, can you convince your composition to be in a band? Right. So and that's that, and that's that, that's the other thing, but it's not even about that. I feel like just the way that we need to bond together is that, that this is for, if we're, if us creators are able to bond together against these companies who are trying to make, you know, take advantage of us, that's when we'll be able to re, re, re figure out how to just go to a bank and just get a loan for our music and let somebody else deal with the, let the bank deal with, if you're able to make that money up front right. from that. That's for independent artists. I mean, maybe for major labels as well. Maybe, maybe I mean, for labels no, as well. No, I definitely think it's for the independent artists because I was just reading something. I've 12 um, artists signed to me though. That, I mean, that music entrepreneur, um, shout out to music entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to World Artists United. Yeah, yeah. Love those brands. Jalen, Jalen, Jalen. Jalen, Rachel, Christina. Yeah. I love you all. Um, and Bert Ullman and, and, and. Yeah, Bert, all of them. But um, Music Entrepreneur World Artists United shared a quote where it stated um, in the next probably 10 years or 20 years, the independent artists will be making over billions of dollars collectively. So that's what the music industry is um, they're really afraid of. That's why they want the control back too because now independent artists are even becoming bigger than the label itself. But I mean, I have a deal with, I have a deal with Sony. I actually got, I got, I have a I mean, I, I got the deal with Sony just to add to my resume, but I mean, mm -hmm. I got the deal with Sony. I have a major, because I got connected via Facebook and mm -hmm. the thing is the major label is, is there, 
but it's like if you're not making money directly money for them they yeah, are they, they also <laughs> they also now the whole entire thing is producers you might want to get in you have to work in your relationships with labels because they're there i mean but it's, it's all about relationships itself mm -hmm. you know never want to burn a bridge you only want to create them even if, unless somebody else wants to burn a bridge for you, and I've been in those situations where they, where, where exclusive agent signed, re-signed a, signed, you know, signed, signed a record, and then didn't shop, shop my song, which is, I feel like that's the nature, the next nature of the game, is where us artists are able to have direct control and opportunity, and that's why bonding together with producers who are always looking for music is the best way of going about it. Like, like if we're able to bond together, we'll be able to submit quantity and quantity for different opportunities ourselves, right. regarding you know somebody else shopping them right, as well. Right. Because if you if somebody else is shopping them and you're one of 300, or you're one of 12,000, or if you're one of 10,000, if you're one of these things, you have to, if you're bonding together and you have those specific things, that's when you'll be able to inspire. Right. And that's what I want to do, is I want to inspire people to make music, even in this day of age. You don't want to be, even though it's very discerning and anybody can do it with Logic Pro and GarageBand, right. it's not, that's, that's the tools, but that's not the end all. That's only the tools. The the, the the technique and talent needs to be, be oh, yeah. the, needs to be there. Need to be there. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like again, it's like what you need to do is make sure that you can bond together with different people, and, so you'll be able to provide opportunities for different people. And that's what I mean by hiring my haters. Right. Because they and, might and have been haters. I want to say also, I want to say this: not only like having that talent there, but also being able to, when you have somebody that's working with you, who's helping you with your brand, who's helping you with that talent you know as artists whether you're a producer songwriter whoever whatever you are within this industry you have to you have to be able to take criticism you have to be able to take structure from individuals who can definitely give you more or see see more in you than what you currently already see or what you're already doing because sometimes we can get in that tunnel phase and we think it's just our way is the only right way and all those types of things. Yeah, I mean, you have to have an open mind. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it, 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 realistically, if you're whole held on to one song, that's not the attitude. If you can do it once, you can do it again. Yeah. If you wrote by that one song and somebody else wants it, write it, get another one. Write another song, get somebody else to write another song to that song. Like, I mean, it'd be cooler if the, you know, if, if companies could actually pay instead of just signing a non-exclusive or exclusive, which could actually pay producers on hire so they can actually do it for them but I mean it's you know I mean it's it's the nature of it you know I mean it's the nature of the game there are opportunities are out there but you, I mean there's a lot of snakes in the grass and so, you really have to watch out so so tell us what what do you have coming up What's, what's, what's in the um, So here? I have, uh, I have a new song with uh, CeeLo that's coming out. Oh, it's really uh, CeeLo Green. It's really okay. experimental. It's off of okay. this, my uh, my friend um, Sam Trocky's new album. Mm -hmm. Sam Trocky's like Adam Levine. It's like we have the first single with Neon Hitch. Okay. And then I play the piano and piano on all of the tracks. And then this last single is with CeeLo Green. So that's cool. It's like a merit. So what we're doing now, I realize that I want to... I don't like boxes, so now I'm trying. I'm going from <laughs> jazz to hip hop. Yeah. Now I'm just making Americana music mm. because you know it's all American, right, Americana, right, right, all right, boss, right, you know, right. all jazz and hip hop, <laughs> R&B and country pop music, and all this fall falls under the American flag. Mm -hmm. I mean, I never, I don't really work with the European or foreign but artists. But the European artists are definitely. I mean, I'm no, 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 no disrespect, and, and, and oh, what yeah, they're yeah, what they're yeah. doing in Germany is incredible, and how they yeah. rebelled against their labels is incredible. Great stuff, and it's they really are leading the pack regarding the industry as well as you know sound in a sense. 
Yeah, and but, shout out to Germany. Like their trap music is crazy. German hip hop, and they have roots. yes, their hip, their trap hip hop. Like I don't know cool. what the fuck they're saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't Spanish know what they're saying. German hip hop is French hip hop. The French hip hop is great as well. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, Spanish it's not enough. It's a, I mean, but it's right but the now. thing is, for me, as who I am, paying attention to myself, mm -hmm. all of the music that I've made is very American. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In its own right. And it's like for that so I have to when I when I get something like a critique like that, when I was submitting my music to somebody and they said my sound's very American, really cool, but I mean what do I do with that is like that's what I want to focus on. So mm -hmm. I you know, rather than, you know, focusing on those strengths. So we have it's a little bit of Jerry Lee Lewis, it's a little bit of like reggae pop. Right. R and B vibes, you know, it, it's cool. It's a really cool project. So that's one of them. I have I'm, I'm producing this great rapper. Uh, I have a couple cuts on um, on for for Jimmy So Dope, mm. um, Jimmy So Dope record. Um, he's a great rapper from and he's great you know a great entrepreneur. It's like Nipsey Hussle, like really like about community. He has a he has a um, he has a podcast called Spot Speak Easy. Mm -hmm. I mean he's a really you know great MC, great storyteller, great vibe. Like really here to inspire and he's. I have a couple cuts with him, and it's really, really great stuff so far. Maybe I'll play some of that. Um, but um, and, yeah, um, and then I have you know have other have other pop, pop projects hopefully in the work, and um, they just did a single for UFO Feeb with Static Selecta. Um, it's called Fresh Air mm, that just came okay. out March fifth. I'm with um, CJ Fly at SOBs. Um, okay, hopefully. check I out mean, go check out guys at SOB guys. SOBs March fifth with March CJ 5th. Fly, man. Pro Prime, <laughs> pro, pro, you know, dope is in the era. Uh, pro Era, shout out Pro Era, shout out Joey and them. Good stuff. Um, but I mean, again, it's like you know, seeing where where it's gonna take. Who's gonna show love? You know, right. don't want to go into. A, you know, you don't want to go into a room where people are not going to want you. You know, you don't want to do a situation that people are not going to want you. So it's like, you know, you have haters and you have fans, you know, and it's like, go with the love. It'll be better for you. If you go to the haters, you're not going to show the show the same respect and then you have to, you know, you have to battle them itself. And it's like, it's not worthwhile. Right. Trust me. I mean, it's like, you know, I use again and celebrate every single win. Like, you know, every win, every lose, you know, I mean, every loss, every win, like, Celebrate that, but work on your craft. Make sure what you can do is equally as competitive, and do what you can do. You know, I mean, right. and 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 then just I mean, I'm like everybody else, just trying. But again, if you're doing this for the love of the music, I feel like then you've already won. Everything's gonna work out. If you if you do this for the love, because you, yeah. you could even have other day jobs and other jobs, and just and come back and make music. Even tell your job that you make music, you know, and try and see if they can give you the, you know, the funding to keep on for you to keep you making your art. You know, find, find, you know, find worlds that are, you know, maybe work in the industry and try and promote other people, which I don't really recommend because it's kind of annoying to do. But I mean, it's find things that you can, you know, if you like project management, if you like production, go into like other things that require project management, you know. Right. Like learn, detail. learn everything. I always tell people, learn yeah. everything that you can, even if it's something that you know you probably can't perfect or do do the best in. As long as you learn it and you know it, then you never know. That may be the doorway for you to work with anybody in the industry, mm. just with the little bit that you know. I don't think there's. I, I honestly think, unfortunately, there's because of technology. There's too many people within the industry that to, to work with. So, so I don't necessarily know about that. But I mean, if you work on your I strength, mean, yeah, it is. It's true. Work, no, no, no. And, uh, it's I mean, true. Listen, I, when I know tons of people, tons of people who are at labels right now. Yeah. And it's because certain things that got them in the door. 
they barely knew any damn thing about it. But because the little bit that they did know, it got them in an area where they were able to expand on more what they really know and they're creative and they're, you know, where they're smart at. And they've been able to grow within the industry. So that's why, I, that's when I say, if you can learn something, even if you're not the best at it, learn it. Oh, yeah, for take, sure. Take advantage of it because you don't. You never know. You never. Know. No, for sure. No, I, 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 I think I think you're absolutely right for, yeah. for that for that being said. But I mean, at the same time, it's like you know. I mean, it's. I mean, definitely don't ever stop. Don't ever stop learning. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing, don't whatever. Even specifically for music, don't ever stop trying to make every kind of style of music. You know, right. don't limit yourself to hip hop. I think that's what you want to do. You don't limit yourself to those kinds of styles. So limit, don't limit yourself. Like, mm. get things outside of your country, uh, comfort zone. Learn how to film score. Mm. Learn how to mm -hmm. make the soft songs that you know the music that is you know that you don't hear. Learn how to make you know. Learn how to you know challenge yourself by doing you know. The best thing about Taxi is they provide briefs about what they're looking for. So if you're a producer, maybe if you don't have the song, but you can inspire the songwriter or whatever, you can be able to figure out how you can be able to play your strengths for that specific right. situation. Maybe maybe yeah. you have something specific for that for the, for that record that you could be able to use. Maybe you have something specific for that opportunity. I mean, maybe then maybe that'll lead to something. That might lead to a contract. But I mean, it's like. You know, I mean, you know, always good to see what is, you know, what is, what is going on for each. But again, the more contracts that you're offered, use that to your advantage. You know, I mean, it's you're running a business as well. You're running a service. You're running a business. You're running a, you're running yeah. a brand. You're running whatever right. you do. I mean, whatever things I do, I use it for. It's all thanks to Linktree. I use it all to go back to my back to my site. Right. You know, it's like luckily I had some good friends. I mean, there was luckily some good people that I I linked up with. Shout out Static. Shout out my boy Dwayne. Like, I mean, shout out these guys who actually are good people and in, within the industry. Yeah. industry. There Maybe. are people that are helpful. There, there are people. Are. And I'll, I'll right. also shout out Nicole Sanzio for for, for shelving, shelving <laughs> me. And also, don't ever work with her. She's a, She shells you and ignores her. Indigi music is a waste of time. <laughs> it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, this is the episode, Hire Your Haters. So I don't mind you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like you can't. You can't I'm just sorry for, for people. I mean, Karma is going oh to reflect you badly. It's yeah. like I'm sorry. I, I mean, she she deserved it because honestly, like if you were, I mean, if I was, I was submitting music for somebody and, she, and, and and even though I had a contract with them and they decided they, 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 and she decided to decline me, yeah. even though I had a contract with her, what is going on? Hmm. What is going on? So you got it. Well, that's so why it's that important. is the reason no why the business. no, not no all of the business. business. No, understand like no understand understand what you're going into. Understand what is what is being provided by yeah. them, and understand what what is the outcome from any single single situation you're doing with. Whatever business you're going into, will this lead to more opportunities for you, or will this not lead to more opportunities for you? Will this be a fair contract that I'll be able to submit the song to somebody else? Will this be a fair contract that I could actually see that this could be working in a fruitful opportunity for my my artist that this contract and the language seems correct for me that i'll be able to uh, that i'll be able to just work with it so i mean it's like will i be able to get something out of out of the songs well so, but i mean or will somebody hold right. or, or somebody shelf me hold me and then and, and basically hold me hold me hidden so that nobody wants to nobody can work with my songs because of their so own because about, they have to work with them so i mean yeah, and that's sure. not and that another yeah. thing is i'm not at the table even though it's my work what is going on there so if, so if so the person's representing me does not have a good reputation because of who she is, 
and she's representing me who's putting my started you know started music well, when I was it goes early, back, but I it mean, goes back to what you said like you know making sure that when you do business with someone research them to the fullest know how they move know the business itself that you're stepping into with that individual that way you at least have some knowledge and um, you know you can maneuver if things go left or even if things go right so we're, we're about to wrap up the show today just, is there any one last thing that you want to you want to say yeah, yeah yeah but also understand on the where you're putting your time Mm. Where are mm. you putting your time? That's the most important Where thing. Where are you putting your time? What is going to be the benef most beneficial for you to, a, a, you know, for, for you and your business if you're doing the music? Where are you putting your time? Are you wasting your time making trap music? Not saying that that that, that, yeah, that you're wasting right. your time, but I'm just saying, or are you are you are you, are you wasting your time making yeah. whatever else? You know, I mean, are you doing something that's going to hide in your brand that people are going to come back to you for, or are you making something that's going to be forgotten about that you're going to be that you're going to be forgetting about? I mean, just things like that. Live like, you know, that this might be your last day. Live, you know, take those right. extremes. Take those extremes. This might be your last beat to play. I mean, but also be humble. Be grateful. You know, be, be, be humble and grateful. And again, it's like, if you have that attitude, you'll do it. If you're doing it for, if you're doing it, I mean, the money's, I mean, the money does come, but it doesn't come. So it's like, you know, I mean, it's, it's just, it's not, I mean, again, it's like from, from it my It takes time. It takes, it takes time. But again, if you do this for the love... And you see who else is doing it. I mean, that's that's why you do it. You know, I mean, make time for what you can to do it. But I mean, get yourself out there. You know, see what's going on within the industry. Try and take advantage of every single event that you think will be interesting for you. So I mean, and, and try and you know try and try and make more waves yourself. You know, and whatever ways you can do it. I mean, it's connect with people. Get with people that you know who are trying to go down the same path or already or who are already where you hey. are at um so so much for coming yeah. and um we're gonna have more you're gonna i'm gonna share the links of some of the, you know the work that um songs and things like that that he's worked on um also we're gonna i'm gonna also list some few things for you guys to check out you know to to get your craft going um, it's, it's too many, you know, software programs. There are too, there's too many networking groups. There's too many, you know, individuals who, who are looking to work with other people too. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Chaz. Yeah, this sure. is The Reload. More to come for you guys. Stay tuned. And we're going to talk about a couple of other things throughout the show. So stay tuned. Reload.